Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hudgens, is a licensed professional counselor, and your co-host, Julia Canton, is a therapeutic coach. Together, they discuss various topics, providing a different perspective on life and insight that you are not alone. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918-280-8690 or coachsoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hudgens. I don't know about you, but I had a good Memorial Day. And one of the things that I think we could talk about is self-care. Yeah, one of my favorite subjects. You know, we honor the dead on Memorial Day, but we do have that fun of taking off from work. Well, most of us. There are those who serve on Memorial Day. Thank you for the restaurant services. Thank you for the nurses and the doctors who care for us. And especially for the firefighters and the policemen that just serve our community. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you uh, for that. But at the same time, I think we get to a point that we work so much that mm-hmm. we forget how to do self-care. Yes, yes, and so, yes. Julia, you're in this process now of self-care. You're oh, in the mountains. <laughs> I'm in the mountains. I have a primitive cabin with a lake in front of me. Literally, I walk out and on into the water. Uh, surrounded by trees and this beautiful experience. Yes, I am definitely in self-care mode because I chose to come out here for a minimum of 30 days. And I have the privilege and ability to be able to do that. I recognize many people can't leave their jobs and in schools and families for that length of time. Um, so I do want to recognize that I, I've been particularly blessed with that opportunity and ability. And so let's talk about self-care. Um, so, Steve, just let's go into this and let's uh, ask you, <laughs> because you are in school and you do have a job that you tend to. You have some amazing clients that you work with. And you're uh, maybe doing some supervision, you know, soon. So for someone, what does self-care look like for you? Because that's a busy life without dating, without children at home. You know, the thing about, you know, self-care, I I have to. You know, when I wasn't in school and I was doing inpatient, I didn't give myself vacation. And I noticed it wore on me. When I started my private practice, I'm like, only had one week of vacation. Now that I work, I'm able to set my own hours. I probably do about 28 to 30 hours a week and just face-to-face hours with my clients. That's considered Mm -hmm. overtime. Because typically for a therapist, 25 hours is about full-time. Because you're looking at the notes, the progress, the phones, and all that. Uh, Yes, yes. That's a lot of work for a therapist. So I I do that full-time. I'm in doctoral school full-time. And this last class, she lived up to her name, Dr. Buckles. (laughs) That was her name. 
Dr. Buckles. And I got irritated because she buckled down on my grade. I had an 89.5. She didn't round it up to give me an A. She gave me B plus. And out of the 10 courses, I was sitting on a 4.0. So self-care has got to come into play. And I'm not talking about hitting a bottle because I've never been drunk. Do I drink? I drink. But boy, did I need a margarita or something that day when I got that grade. <laughs> That's not healthy. Steve is saying that in that moment, he needed to process. <laughs> yes. Well, take a break from processing. That's what it was. Um, so it's I needed that self-care. Mm -hmm. Because here I'm working, going to school. I'm doing a podcast. I've written. Oh, my gosh. You and I are writing yes. another book yes. chapter. Yes, we are. <laughs> and what a great topic because, hey, Miss Lee, we're talking about this book that's coming out this summer, My Two Cents of Self-Love. Self-Love, yes. And self-care yes. is self-loving. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So even writing in this chapter, and now I have a student from a college that's coming, and we're meeting today, in fact, after this podcast, to sign the paperwork for me to supervise her counseling. And I feel honored and privileged mm -hmm. to be able to have um, someone. So now I'm considered Master Yoda or Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> so so how, do you, how do you self care through all of that though? Because I hear I, what you're doing, but what do you do for self care? How do you care yes. for Steve with all of this? Okay. So it sounds like I'm doing a lot, right? And self-care is important. I shared all that to make a point that sometimes we become so busy that we forget about self-care. Yes, we do. So like this morning, I have no music. I have no TV on. I'm in the quiet, sipping my cup of coffee and enjoying this light rain that's around me. That's mm. self-care. I'm going on my first solo cruise to Alaska. That's some nice. self-care. Um, I wanted you to talk a little bit about, because you're in the mountains, and I believe yes. that part of self-care is grounding. Talk a yes. little bit about what grounding is as part of self-care. Well, when I... Um, introduce people first to grounding. It's a, I call it a community. Uh, I'm going to call it, use my terms. I call it a communion with nature. And for me, um, I view God, not just as a higher power, but as, and he is in everything and in thing. And that includes inside me. So whether we call it God or a higher power or source or whatever it is, it is uh, when we ground, okay, we are bringing ourselves to a place of yielding, okay, whatever is going on in our lives over to something else. Now, that is one form of grounding. The other form of grounding is where we get barefoot and we walk literally on the grass 
and in and in the water and we allow ourselves there is a, a there's an energy field okay that is that is in and a part of the the earth I, i'm not going to get into it in this episode but it allows when that energy hits our physical body's energy or vice versa and we allow ourselves to connect with it it literally in uh, i think it's 72 hours resets the uh, our sleep cycles and the rhythm that is constantly going on in our body. For instance, I've been out here for 19 days. The last, it took three days for my body, which is that, you know, about that 48, 72 hour period for my uh, resting heart rate to go from an average of 71 to a consistent average of 66. Mm -hmm. And when I meditate, pray, um, do walking um, uh, communions, if you will. And for our audience, not that they need to picture this, but I'm butt freaking naked. I'm out in the middle of nowhere, barefoot. I am, I am presenting my, and there's, um, I am allowing all of me to become present with everything there. And when that happens, my resting heart rate drops down to 63. It is so beautiful. And so that is not everybody is going to feel comfortable with that. Not everybody's going to go that route. But even if you came out and you just you walked out your back door and you said, I'm going to give 10 to 20 minutes to allow my bare feet to walk around in my back or front yard. I say back because you typically that's fenced in or away from a lot of distractions of the world let your phone stay, you know, keep it inside, disconnect for that period of time and allow yourself to commune with what is going on. Allow your body to tell you, allow spirit to tell you. And, um, and it's just a beautiful process. So that is the basis of grounding as I experience it. You know, when you talk to or ask the question to me, uh, what do I do for self-care on purpose? I listed everything that I do that keeps me busy. And mm -hmm. you had to come in to remind me about self-care. Mm -hmm. What I did that on purpose is because there are people that tell us to do self-care, to take a break. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we either choose to accept it or ignore it. You know, the thing that it, what I want to get across is pay attention to those who tell you to take a break. Listen to your body. What's your body telling you? Are you feeling fatigued, stressed out, anxious, depressed? It's time to do some self-care. Now, I want to kind of shift it a little bit more about what does self-care look like? A lot mm -hmm. of people think, oh, I can hit the bottle. That's self-care. I can smoke a little Puff the Magic Dragon. That's some self-care. And for those youngins that don't know who, what Puff the Dragon is, that's weed. <laughs> so, I was like, you so dating yourself. <laughs> I am. <laughs> and I'm okay with this. The thing about it is, is I want to know what does healthy self-care look like for me I'm going on a vacation. I'm doing mm -hmm. something that's out of the norm for me, pushing myself because I've never been on a cruise. 
And this is my first time going on a cruise by myself. And would I like to have somebody to go with me? Sure. But this experience I need to do on my own. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important yes. because that is you choosing something that feels a little risky to your system and you're walking in, you're going to go confront it, confront it anyway. Right. And, and have this new experience that may very well become something you do every year, just, just for you. And I, I personally think it's brave and I absolutely think it's beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you. One of the things I want to talk about too on self-care is from a woman's perspective. Yes. If you have a man that is present in your life that doesn't step up to the plate, I hear this all the time that I come home and I have to clean. I have to pick up after him. And women do this all the time, but they don't do self-care. What do you do in a situation where the man is just too lazy, doesn't want to do anything for a woman that needs to do self-care, but yet there's food to prepare, things to do around the house, and you got kids? How do you help well, a woman to have self-care? <laughs> Well, I'm going to be on. Yes, right, right. Well, I'm going to have a different perspective just because I am in my own recovery right. in uh, Codependency Anonymous, and I, we call that Coda, guys. And I talk very openly about this. Um, so, and I also do a lot of work with Katie um, uh, Byron. Katie's it's called the work. Um, and so, number one. Any female that feels like she has to come from work and come home and immediately dive into all these nurturing, mom, caring, I'm going to sacrifice what little I have left and, and, um, and fill in the space for everybody else's responsibility, I would encourage you to step back and really ask if you need to do that. Mm. We've been told by society that we should do that. Notice I intentionally use the word should. But is that actually true? Ask yourself and self, is it true that I need to come home and take care of what everybody else left behind? Now I'm not talking about an infant or a toddler that that has to still have direction. I am talking about at least 10 years on up everybody should should be carrying their own weight if you will using their talents their gifts their abilities to mm -hmm. contribute and so if the woman is feeling like she needs to come in and fill the space that was everybody else's responsibility we need to ask a different question because she until she asks those questions is this true is this mine to care for uh, yes, if he doesn't do it, what's going to happen? Okay, it's going to continue piling up. Okay, um, if it continues piling up, where's your boundary on it or the stop point? And if, the, if we reach the stop point, what decisions do you need to make that is going to still honor the fact that it wasn't your their responsibility? I mean, your responsibility to do their work. So, uh, you know, 
before we can even look at self-care as a a major modality to go to. So that's the first thing is ask, is it true? Do I really right. need to do that? Um, then the second thing I encourage is that if you're going to go ahead and fill in for someone else's responsibility, find a way to give yourself five minutes a day. I, I don't care how you do it. Get up a few minutes early, go to bed a little bit later, sacrifice your um, redirect. I'm going to like use different wording, redirect your lunch break um, and uh, to pour into you, whether that's meditation, whether, you know, going to Sephora or Ulta or something and getting a new perfume scent or essential oil at Whole Foods, um, having bath time for many women, that's really, really important. But I would also add, figure out a way to write. Um, I don't care if it's on your laptop, but I, I am learning that um, there is science behind actually using your skills to write right. that actually helps you process better than just typing it out on a keyboard. And so those are the things that I would encourage that if you're going to still pick up other people's responsibilities, then figure out a way to give yourself as a woman at least. And, and that's so minimum five to 10 minutes a day is so tiny. And if you can't give that to yourself, we also need to have a different conversation. Totally. And, and reach out to Julia or I to have that yeah, conversation please. because we as professionals also sometimes have a hard time doing self-care of our own because we yes. want to help other people. But yeah. also for men, we need to be able to have that break. We work so hard that we for we neglect sometimes their families. And it's yes. important that men take that break and recognize, hey, I need to do some self-care. But that does not mean to abandon your responsibilities either. And self-care is a moment of providing yourself some peace. Mm -hmm. To be able to recollect, I tell some of my clients that if you'll take 15 minutes, no noise, sit, close your eyes and focus on your breathing. Yes. The, the quick three seconds in through your nose and the six seconds out of a release. You just take that. I might have that backwards. <laughs> So but you just it's, practice the breathing, focusing on the diaphragm and don't think about anything, but just focus. And that helps reset your brain. And the purpose of self-care is so that we can give the brain a break. We do go to sleep at night, but sometimes some must suffer from insomnia or having uh, dreams and interruptions to our sleep that are there. Self-care is reducing your blue light at night so that you can reach your REM sleep. I don't do anything but caffeine after one or two o'clock in the afternoon. Because well, and on that note, caffeine, go it has a 12-hour burnout window. So yes. it doesn't matter what the caffeine is. It will be in your system for 12 hours. 
So the earlier you're going to intake it, the better. But just know, even a cup of coffee, which I just had uh, about 30 minutes ago, first one, and I don't even know how, probably (laughs) two months, um, literally will be in my system tonight. Um, And so just recognize that. Go ahead. I just had to interject on that one. No. And and I heard it was 10 hours, but 10 to 12 is about Mm -hmm. how long the caffeine stays in your system sugar intake, you know, self-care is not about eating. Self-care is watching what you eat, how much you eat and being careful what you're putting in your, to your system, pay attention to your body because sometimes these foods can have a histamine reaction to your body and you're not knowing it. Well, and let's talk, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I would just I want to interject on that because sure. it really is about what we are choosing to have as a relationship to food. There you go. And um, it, it it's not so much what you're eating, but why you are eating it. And and are you conscious and intentional about what you eat? When I came out here to the mountains 19 days ago, I came out thinking I am going to need to detox. I'm going to need there's um, I'm stepping into full on sobriety of codependency. I am going to seclude myself away from different aspects of life that were in the city. Now, what I didn't understand is that when Misty invited me out to Campground Publishing, that her food, even though I had gone 30 days of zero eating out, okay, and I had been, I thought, intentional about the food I was eating, let me just go ahead and tell you, her food is completely clean. It is, it is so, and it's beautiful, typically, Um, because of the, the, the nutritional impact and intentional form of eating that I've undergone the last 19 days, I have lost 19 pounds. Now what's happening there is, and we can do another podcast on this at some point, but my body has gone into fat burning mode. So it's literally killing the zombie cells. It is killing off all the trash. Um, where toxins have been stored into the fat, it is now releasing that and using that as energy. And then what it can't use, I eliminate. Guys, you wouldn't believe, I mean, don't even need to paint a picture on that one. But it, the body is in full on fasting mode while I am eating nutritionally chosen foods for the purpose of resetting my body system. And so that is self-love. It's it's right. not about just going get manis and petties and our hair and a new outfit or a pair of heels. Y'all know I love some heels. Um, it is truly being conscious and intentional with what we are choosing to consume and what we choose to be around and who we choose to collaborate with. So one of the things I want to talk to, to clarify here, clean does not mean washed vegetables. Clean, (laughs) right, is the organic type of food. So some of my listeners are thinking, okay, clean food. I eat clean food. It doesn't mean washed (laughs) vegetables. Okay. It's not that kind of clean, clean, free of 
of genetically modified foods. Clean means it's non-GMO. It's the organic piece that comes from the earth. Um, yes. So it's, it's and that the, and very little meats, even and even right. those are going to be the high quality. Uh, meats. And interestingly enough, I will state this, that in when I'm in autophagy, which is what's going on in my body right now, I eat a lot of fat. I, I'm just, you know, butter. But primarily, I go through a can of no, a non, I think non BPA and non GMO coconut milk that has mm -hmm. all the coconut fats in it, and the milk in a single day, my body starts out getting healthy fats and it will end in healthy fats with an avocado at the end of the day. Mm. And, um, and so it is never in a process of even being hungry. I have to remind myself to consume that. So when we are talking clean foods, we are talking organic choice versions I no longer, I'm going to tell you this, and this surprised me, Steve, that by day 11, I was no longer hungry. I have mm -hmm. to remind myself to eat because I'm feeding my cells, okay? Two, I drink a gallon of water with a, a pinch of Himalayan pink salt in it because our body needs salt so that the cells can get hydrated. Number two, uh, three is that um, every aspect of food that I take in, I recognize that it is me communicating with my body to collaborate with it. And I use that words a lot lately um, so that and, and offer up gratitude and immense appreciation for what it's doing. I am more energetic. I am more vivacious. My skin looks like I'm about I'm, that I'm aging backwards. Um, and it's all a process of me truly showing up for myself in a way that I've never been able to. And so just to, if anybody has any questions, we're, we're happy to share that with you. You know, as we wind down, I want to circle back around because maybe somebody's not able to do what you're presenting here and it's hard for them to duplicate and that's okay. One of the things I do want to suggest in self-care is what I call diarrhea of the brain. You journal. Seriously. Yeah, journal, journal. You know, mm -hmm. I've talked to a lot of my clients about journaling. Even if self-care is taking that moment and opening up a word, I don't suggest an email because you don't need to accidentally hit the send button, but to open <laughs> up a word and type walk away, come back if you want, either destroy it or reread it so that you're processing what you're writing and you're realizing the more you do this, the more that you can understand the toxicity of words and the impact of your environment creates upon you. So do some self-care, be mindful. It's more than the pedicure, which I may need one here soon. But <laughs> <laughs> and offer up gratitude yes. wherever you are today in life. The number one tool that you can implement in this moment, except, you know, with the exception of breath work, because that's going right. to be immediate, is offer up the voice of gratitude. If you can find a space for gratitude just for today, 
then then tomorrow maybe you go do the next thing but if you don't stay in that space of gratitude do your breath work and drink your water those are the three things that i that i know will get an individual moving in the right direction so by experience make sure it's water not vodka water <laughs> that's good self-care <laughs> until then a happy moment take care bye Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind.